<laughs> Good evening. Hope you're all well. Let's start uh, at the top of Membez and Madalaf at the very top line. This could have been uh, a Rameir Shapira doc. Uh, but it's actually a Mishnah that ends at the bottom of that page, and it's like against my policy to do that, so I'm not going to do it. But it could have been. It almost was. <laughs> this whole parak is about being mudar hana from a person, and and therefore. Um, a various set of uh, nadarim, and therefore how that impacts uh, an iser hana from someone. And we're going to learn a couple more cases about that tonight. The Mishnah writes, If I'm a madir hana between me and you, if it's lifne shviz as it relates to a shemitah year, so let's say before the seventh year in the cycle, I do it in this sixth year in the month of Elul, right before Tishrei. If it's lifne shviz, so then if I'm if there's a, a, a mudar hana status, then eno yor the soch sadehu eno ochel minanotos. I'm not allowed to go into your field, nor am I allowed to eat from the notos. What are notos? So says the mefarish three lines down notos. So says the Gemara that under those circumstances, you are uh, you're not even allowed to eat from the notos, okay? Because it's all before shviyas, and I'm allowed to asher you on my property. That's uh, that's the case. However, if the nether was made during shviyas, things change because in shviyas that property is no longer mine. It's hefker, and other people should be allowed to take it. We should expect to see a little bit of a difference here, and we see is this the, distinction. The property or the fruits, the Listen to both languages. Eno the is about the property. That's what the Mishnah says. He's not allowed to go into the field. But now I am allowed to eat from the vegetation, from the fruits and vegetables that are protruding beyond the fence. The Gemara is going to ask your question, why do we distinguish if it's a din and Shemitah and it's mutter to eat that food, why can't I just go into your property and take it? That's normally the way. The Gemara is going to ask that at the end of the day today. But that's the first half of our Mishnah, a distinction of when the nether was made. And the Rishonim the Rishon point out that the reason why your Ochel Minanotos, uh, in the case of a nether that's made on Shviyas, is because you can't make a Shvua on something that doesn't belong to you. And during Shviyas, that property is not yours. It's Hefker. So you want to tell me the ground itself is yours? No problem. But you want to tell me that the food, that food doesn't belong to me anymore. I'm not. I'm no longer the Balabais. In the year of Shemitah, everything is no longer mine. And that's the first half of the Mishnah. However, says the second half of the Mishnah, what if nodar heimenu ma'achal? What if I didn't make a, make a general mudar hanamechavero, a broad limit between me and you, but only in regards to food? So there, similar distinction as the Resha. If this nether of food was made, lifnei shviz, was made before a Shemitah cycle, yore the soch sadeu So here you're allowed to go in the field because the nether was about ma'achal, not about property. So I'm allowed to be in your field. However, ve'enu ochel minaperis, but I'm not allowed to eat your fruits because you made you made an iser hanan me in regards to your ma'achal. No problem. Clear. Uba shviz. What if I make um, an, a nether between me and you about food? So then the halacha is, uh, then I'm allowed in your property. I'm allowed in your property because the nether we made was about food. I'm allowed to eat because you have no right to restrict me from food that's otherwise hefker, which is the food during a Shemitah cycle. And that ends our Mishnah. And Rav and Shmuel seem to be talking about something very similar to our Mishnah. Not exact, but similar to our Mishnah. And we'll soon see that it's subject to a machlokas. The Gemara says as follows. If a person says, these properties are going to be usher to you, not my property, this property, this acre of land is going to be proper, is going to be usher to you. So then, if the neder was made about this property, was made before shviz, 
Ein yored l'soch sadeu, ve'en ochel min anotos, afal pishigiyashviz. So here we see a deviation from our Mishnah to Rav and Shmuel. Here, if the if the uh, commitment, if the neder was made on nechasim elu before shviz, I'm not allowed in your field at all, because nechasim elu should be aser. And I can't eat any food, because nechasim elu should be aser. And here's the Chiddush. Afal pishigiyashviz. Even when shviz kicks in, I'm not allowed to eat those foods, even though the pears are no longer mine. In other words, I'm able to make a neder against you in a non-shviz time and have that continue even into a shviz time. We'll analyze this more in the Gemara in a minute. However, if the, the neder of Nechasim Elu, your asr from this property, if that was made uh, during shviz, you're not allowed to go into the land itself. The land itself is not made hafker, but the vegetation on the land was, and therefore, aval ochal minanotos, that is the sheet of Rav and Shmuel, they both seem to agree. In contrast, halfway down, Rav Yochanan Vresh Lakish to Amrit Tarvayu, they have a case which is a little bit different. The case of Rav and Shmuel was a case of Nechasim Elu. This property over here at the address of 123 Main Street, that property is going to be ushered to you. However, Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish have a little bit of a different language. The Amri Tarvaihu, they say, in a case of Nechasai, Nechasi or Nechasai Alecha, my property is going to be usher to you. If that's what he is going to say, so that's different. Let's see how this, this changes. Lifne Shviyas, if he says Nechasai, not this property, but my property is going to be usher to you. So if it's made before Shviyas, then ain yored l'soch sadehu ve'ein ochal minanotos. I'm not allowed to benefit from anything of your property before uh, before we get to Shviyas. Higiyas Shviyas, but once Shviyas hits, it's true that ain yored l'soch sadehu aval ochel hu esanotos. And the question is, is there a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one side and Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish on the other? And the Gemara posits that maybe, just maybe, there's a machlokas. Maybe the machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one side and Rish Lakish and Rav Yochanan on the other is as follows. If it's before Shviyas and I make a neder, can that neder on those items on that property extend into a time where I no longer own the property? So let's say that I make a neder against you. You're not allowed to benefit from my property on the 15th day of Elul, in the sixth year of a Shemitah cycle, Rosh Hashanah or whatever date it is. We learned about this a little bit. Maybe it's the 15th of Rosh Hashanah, whatever the date is. By the time Shemitah kicks in, the property is no longer mine. So does that moment in time when Shviyas kicks in, since it's no longer my property, does my initial neder still apply to you? According to Rav and Shmuel, they hold, Adam Oser Davar Shabir Shuso, I can forbid you during a time when something is mine, of course, even when that item leaves my property. So even when we then enter into a Shemitah year, I can still aser you on that property. The Rav Yochan and Reish Lakish Savre, they are of a different opinion. They hold, once Shemitah hits, the property is not yours anymore. And therefore, someone is allowed to benefit from it, even if I'm a Mudar Hanam. So that's the machlokas, or at least the suggested machlokas that the Gemara uh, posits between Rav and Shmuel on the one side and Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish on the other. Says the Gemara, this can't be. This can't be that this is the machlokas v'tizbara. Is it even logical to say this? Mi'ika, is there even such a shita laman amar that ain adam osar davrashibrashusa Is it possible to say that there is, a, that someone could hold that you're not able to usher something that's in your rishus? 
even after it leaves your Rishus. After all, Im Kain, had that been true, then we could have distinguished between the case of Rav, Rav and Shmuel on the one side and Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish on the other in the following way. In Kain, Niflage, we could have split up their shitas that the Tanakama, not the Tanakama, that Rav and Shmuel were talking about a case of Binachasim Elu, the Kolsha Kain Binachasai. All the more so had the property been mine. If, according to Rav and Shmuel, when they say Binachasim Elu, I'm allowed to asser a property onto you even after the status changes from non-Shemitah to Shemitah, all the more so, for sure that would have been Mutter there. So that's problem number one. And Visu, and furthermore, three lines from the bottom, what is the problem with, with saying that the Machlokas is, as the Gemara suggested? We have an explicit Mishnah. We know that a person is able to say, Asr, that you're allowed to Asr something at a time that is mutter into a time when you no longer have access to that property, that's not. Where do we see this? The Gemara says, Ha'omer no. A, a father says to his child, Konam He takes a commitment upon himself that his son is not allowed to get any benefit from him. And then Mace, and then the father dies. The halacha is Yiroshenu. The father said, you can't get benefit from me. Can't get benefit from me. When the father dies, the child can be Yoresh, the father, which is benefit. We see that status number one does not lead to status number two. The status number one, when he was alive, the father said no Hana. And now that the father died, we see that the son does get Hana. And look at the closing of this price, the last two words on the page. Let's say that the condition of the Isser Hana, of the father to his child, is not only can you not benefit from me while I'm alive, but even in my death, even posthumously, you're not allowed to benefit from my estate. Turning to the top of Membez and we'll go to the last to the last mission on the page, to the next mission on the page, so what do we see over here? A father says to a son, Konam, that you're not allowed to benefit from me in my life or in my death, and then he dies. What does the Mishnah say? Now, even though at that time the father really should have no control, it's it's a new situation now, it doesn't matter. The Mishnah, the Mishnah that's being quoted here says, so that shows us that we are able to asser ourselves from an earlier status to a later status. And that should be a kasha on the Gemara's presentation of the Machlokas of Rav and Shmuel on the one side, and Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish on the other. So the Gemara responds, that's not a good question. Shani hacha. This case was different. It wasn't a case of stam or hana like we've been discussing. It was a very specific language from the father to the son, which is that your konam that you're not allowed to benefit from me both bechayev and uvemoso, and therefore that question from that mishnah falls away. However, the original question still stands. Mikol makom kasha that if in fact it were to have been true that this machlokas of Rav and Shmuel. And uh, on the one side, and Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish on the other was in fact a true to form machlokas. We should have been able to say that Rav's case, Rav and Shmuel's case, Ibn Chasim Elu would have been a more obvious case. So therefore, the Gemara says, Mikol Makom Kash, we have our question. Ella, the Gemara says as follows Really, in Rav and Shmuel's case, Ibn Chasim Elu, Kuleamalopligi. Everyone agrees in regards to the case where a person says, Ibn Chasim Elu, that we are able to forbid someone from this property forever. Kipligi, where is it that Rav and Shmuel would argue with Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish? That's in a case of Benachasai or Benachasi. You're not allowed to have access to my property. So what's the Machlokas? Rav Shmuel Savre that Lo Shanu Nechasim Elu Lo Shanu Nechasai Adam Oser. It doesn't matter. The language that Rav and Shmuel presented in the Gemara on the previous Amud was Nechasim Elu. 
And he, the case where that Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish posited was a case where it said Nechasai Elu. And maybe, says the Gemara, that Rav and Shmuel don't distinguish between Nechasim and Nechasai. In all cases, Adam Oser, you can forbid something now, even to a moment in time when it should really be Mutter, because my status now is strong enough, I can say that it's Aser. However, Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish, five lines down, they say Savre, Nechasim Adam Oser, the language of Nechasim that does forbid someone. Nechasai ain't Adam Oser, but if a person says Nechasai, then you cannot usher that. You cannot say that my property is usher to you forever, because once it turns Shemitah, it's not your property anymore. So Rav and Shmuel would not make a distinction, and Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish would make a distinction. And that's what the Gemara wants to say is their, is their machlokes. Now, only in the case of Nechasai, in a case where a person is isolating their own properties from someone. But the Gemara can't handle this either, a third of the way down. Is it possible that Rav and Shmuel would be of the opinion that there's no difference between Nechasai and Nechasim? It's impossible. After all, what do we see in the following Mishnah? I hereby make a Kabbalah, a neder, that I'm not going to benefit from your house. Your field that I'm tempted to buy, I'm not going to have any hana from you. And then that person dies. So if I accept upon myself, you're a jerk, and I want to have a konam that I'm never going to benefit from your property, and then you sell it, I can now again benefit from that property. Look at the language, Beischa your house. Then the Mishnah changes gears halfway down on Membez and Mebez. What about Lebayis Zet? Not your house, but Lebayis Zet. It's about the address, 123 Main Street, not Phil's house, but the house that's at 123 Main Street. What about that house? So then, if it's Lebayis Zet, if I say I'm taking an Israhamna on that house at that address, or or this field, there, Meso Shemachro Laacher Aser. We see a very clear distinction distinction between something that's my property versus something that's this property. In the ratio of this Mishnah, we spoke about your property, and we see that there's no Israhano after that person dies. And in the Seifa, when the proper when the property is referred to by its street address and not by the not by the owner, things change. It should then be Aser. So therefore, how can it be that we're going to have a shita like Rav and Shmuel, that there's no difference between Nechasim and Nechasai? And the Gemara responds halfway down, Ella, Kiamre Rav Yochanan v'Resh Lakish b'Nechasai. When Rav Yochanan and Resh Lakish taught their case, that was only talking about b'Nechasai, this is my property. However, v'Rav Shmuel b'Nechasim Elu, they were talking about a general case. And that was a case of this property below Pligi. So really, what we just did is a lengthy uh, whole diatribe. And really, Rav and Shmuel on the one side, and Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish on the other, are not even arguing with each other. And if we look back, the cases then seem a little bit clearer. So on the beginning of our Gemara, eight lines down on Membez Medalev, Rav and Shmuel said the case was a case of Nechasim Elu. And they said that even when we go into a scenario of Shviyas, from non-Shviyas to Shviyas, I can still hold that food against you because... It's the food, it's the Shvi's food at the street address of 123 Main Street. It's not my property. It's property X, and I'm allowed to enable to usher you on that. But if, and this is where uh, where Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish take over with a different language, if I say, you can't benefit from my property, and then a Shemitah year kicks in, that I, then I have no control over that. Because it's my property? No, it's not. It's not my property. That property loses status of ownership in the year of Hefker, in the year of Shvi'is, and therefore, there is no machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one side, and Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish on the other. 
One last little sugya, and then we're done for the day. Ubishviz, we had said, Ein yor My shna says the Gemara, De'ochel mina notos. Why is it that we said that under certain circumstances, if a person made a nether during shviz, when the food already wasn't his, if the food already wasn't his, then why is it that I'm only able to be ochel min hanotos? Those are the period inun. Those are obviously hefker because it's a shmita year. If that's true, aranami afkara. All the land is hefker. So why did the Mishnah say that I'm not even allowed to walk into the property? If you take a look back at our Mishnah, you'll see this explicitly. Our Mishnah had said on the top of Membez Mudalaf in the, in the second half of the Mishnah that uvishviz. Uh, it says, Oh, sorry, that's the wrong part. It's uh, the third line on the page. So the, the Mishnah made the distinction. Why is it that we're allowed to pull the fruits off of the trees that are overhanging on the outside of the fence, but I can't go in your property? Hefker is hefker is hefker. If it's a shviz here, I should be able to walk onto the property and take whatever I want. So the Gemara responds with two answers. Amar Ula, Be'om denilano salagbulam. When there are trees on the border of the property and you're able to access fruit, there's no reason for you to go into the property. And therefore, we only allow you to take from the notos from the branches that are hanging over. However, this Gemara uh, ends with a line that we've seen twice before. This line we saw earlier. We know that you're allowed to go into a property to take something that is hefker. No problem. I can walk onto a field that's that's hefker as an ani. I can take the, the food, no problem at all. What we're concerned about is overstaying your welcome. And halachically speaking, if you overstay your welcome and you start nibbling on food that maybe you shouldn't be eating, or you just stay a little too long and you're being nehene from the field in other ways, that would be problematic. And therefore, our mission distinguished and said, one should not um, one should not go into the field in a year of Shvi'is if they are able to eat the food on the outside, either for the reason of Ula or for the reason of Rav Shimon ben Eliakim. We'll stop right here. Back in person tomorrow night. Uh, back in person. <laughs> in person tomorrow night. Even your at 845 with a new Mishnah. Wishing you all a beautiful night. <clears throat>